Hello, it's me. I was wondering if after all these years you like me to go. Okay, I'm done. Um, <laughs> hello, everyone. Um, welcome to the Grace to Grow podcast. I am Hannah, and I'm the host of this podcast. Yes, indeed. Um, I am currently outside walking. So if I sound like I'm out of breath, it's because I am. Uh, have I made the healthiest choices throughout this week? No. So am I fit to be walking? No, but I decided to do it anyway because I wanted to get back into the routine that I had started last week. Last week, I started this rhythm of going walking every evening, and I loved it. And it really helped me so much as I was navigating stress, as I was trying to get over some major issues that I was facing and so I quite enjoyed it and I was like I need to do this more often and then literally this week Monday and Tuesday I just completely did not walk because I was like I don't feel like it or like I just felt like um I didn't have the time for it even though I sat up watching YouTube for the longest I felt like I didn't have the time for it and so I just didn't do it but I decided today yes we're gonna do it yes we're gonna make time for it and we're gonna get it done so I just got off the phone with my best friend and now I'm talking to you guys, and I hope you're all having a wonderful day. I mean, there's no way I would know, but I hope you are. And if you're not, maybe this video can be a source of comfort or enlightenment or encouragement today uh, to help you have a better day. So with that being said, let's jump into our podcast today. The topic for today is feeling displaced. And... Honestly, this is a feeling that I've had for a while. Um, I think that this feeling stems from my recent um, dynamics in life. Um, And by that, I mean being a college student. I mean just different things that have happened uh, that have caused me to feel like I'm constantly searching for a home. Um, The first thing in this kind of finding a home journey is the fact that I feel displaced because I feel like I've moved around so much in my life. Like, I feel like I've never really stayed in one place and really, like, secured roots there. And I know that there are plenty of people who have only lived in one place all their life and hate that. So there are, obviously, we look at the other side and we think that it's greener, just like how people with long hair want short hair. People with short hair want long hair. We always want what we see the other people having. But Personally, and I'm not going to invalidate my feelings because of that, but personally, I feel almost as if I have, and if you hear cars in the background, uh, and wind, it's very windy and it's very loud today. So I'm almost on kind of like, about to be on the strip of road that's a little bit quieter, but anyhow. And I'm also about to pass by the cows. And this is one of my favorite things about living where I live right now, is that on this trail that I walk, there are literal cows and they are just the cutest little thing. I've decided that brown cows are my favorite and their little calves are the cutest thing in the world. But anywho, um, so yeah, I feel like I've just moved around so much in my life. I mean, I literally moved from Louisiana to Texas to Fort Myers and then moved around within Fort Myers. So <coughs> I moved from, when I was born in Louisiana, we moved from Louisiana to Texas when I was about three months old and then either three months or three years. I can't remember. It's three something. So we moved from Louisiana to Texas and then 
Texas, we lived in one spot for quite a long time. After living in Texas about nine or 10 years ago, we moved to Fort Myers. And so uh, after moving there, it was like we moved around within Fort Myers too. So we lived in one place for a little bit and then we moved out of that place into another place. And so it just feels like I've constantly been on the move. And then after moving to Fort Myers, I then moved to Tampa when I became a college student. And so that's where this next segment picks up is because after, you know, my family moved and now I'm moving around. And so I moved up to Tampa and then from Tampa, I moved to Wesley Chapel. And so within Tampa and Wesley Chapel, within my college career, I have moved from my home, which I was at when I graduated high school. I've moved from home to campus my first semester. Then from campus, I went back home the second semester. And then I went to an off-campus apartment that following fall. And then I went to my own apartment now in the spring. So I've literally moved around. And then after that, after this spring, I'm literally moving back home. So I've moved from home to campus, back home to off-campus, to my own apartment, to now back home. And it just feels like I can't get any roots anywhere. And I feel like I am a tree that is trying to grow, but I almost feel like I don't have a pot to grow in. I feel like I don't have a place to be like, this is where I'm settling and staying, and I'm able to deepen my roots here. And granted, your roots aren't necessarily always deepened by being in a place. It is deepened by being in Christ, but that does not take away from the fact that I don't feel like I've really been at home anywhere. That everywhere I go, I feel like I'm just like moving around, moving around, moving around. And maybe that feeling of displacement has become more apparent as I, oh my gosh, look at the cows. They're just so beautiful. <laughs> They're so cute. And they just stare. They're the funniest thing, but they literally just stare and then they go back about their business. Um, but maybe that feeling has been more apparent as I have become like a college student because within the college experience, it is a lot of moving around. Like, granted, before I became a college student, I did live in the same house for years. So it wasn't like I was moving around too much. But it often feels like, I mean, and now that I think about it, even within churches, I literally moved from my old church to my new church. We were moving around a lot, trying to find a church to become a part of. And then now we finally found a church to become a part of, but we're not quite settled there. And so then we're still moving around trying to find another church. And it just feels like we don't have a church home. It feels like personally, I don't have a home. And even though I do have a home and I have a family that I love so much, it just feels like I'm constantly on the move. And I just would not, I would rather not. I would rather not be always feeling like I'm on the move and feeling like I never have the chance to actually slow down and settle down. And granted, when I actually settle down and when I have kids and all that stuff like that, I'm probably gonna be like, oh, I wish I did. I wish I could move around. I wish I could be free, blah, 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 blah. But that does not negate the feelings I'm feeling right now. So anywho, that is like just a lot of moving, physical locations, moving. And then I also feel displaced because it's hard for me to set up anywhere. And I realized that today, uh, when I was in my internship, I realized today that like, it is hard for me to set up in one place. Um, my desk at school, the desk that I work from, is basically like a storage pile. Like anything that the teacher that I work with doesn't want on her desk, just goes on my desk. And it's like, I'm not upset with her because 
I know that that's probably just muscle memory for her by now. Like that desk used to be her storage pile before I came into the internship. And so of course it would remain the storage pile while I'm in this, unless I speak up and say like, hey, like let's not put all this stuff on my desk. You know what I mean? And so what I do is I just take it upon myself to just clean up whatever's there. And like, and I will literally put stuff back on her desk. Like today, there was something on my desk that I was like, this ain't got nothing to do with me. And so I literally just put it back. Ooh, not, I'm gonna blow us over. But I literally, I literally just put it back on her desk. I don't want this on my desk. I didn't say that, but like, that's how I was acting. That I didn't want this on my desk. And so I, uh, that's how I try to mitigate that. Um, because sometimes it is hard to like just not put something on somebody else's desk. Like you just leave it there so you can remember that you need to do it again or whatever, whatever. And so I'm okay with that. I'm not upset about that. But it does feel like every time I come in, there's this massive amount of stuff on my desk and I don't feel like it's my desk. You know what I mean? I feel like it's a desk I'm temporarily using, but it's not really mine. And then on top of that, I just have this feeling of like my room basically not being done. Like, I have yet to finish my room, and of course, I just got a new room in our house, and so it was like, they had moved me out and moved my brother into another place, and then when they moved him out, they moved me into a room upstairs, and so it's not really a room, it was the game room, but now it's like my room, and so um, it basically is just like a little loft area that's now becoming my room. And so the, the the loft area is nice, it's great, but it doesn't have any walls. And so no walls, no doors, no fan, like ceiling fan, no, like like none of like the basic room stuff. And I understand that because, you know, we're just now figuring out, but it feels like even within my own house, I'm moving around so much because like, I used to be in one room, now I'm in another room. And the room that I used to be in was a storage room, but now I'm not in a storage room, but it's not a fully done room. And so it still feels like a storage room. And it's just, it's a lot going on. And so that's gonna be one of my goals is this summer to really make my room feel like my room and not just the place that I'm in. And that's what it feels like. Honestly, everything feels like I'm just, it's just a place that I'm in. It doesn't actually feel like I am, I'm sorry if the line's really it doesn't actually feel like I am like, I don't know, like I am belonging in any space. Because for me, I am a very big person on like, I feel like I belong in a place when there's space made for me. And so because there's no space made for me in certain areas, it makes me feel like I, I don't belong, like I can't easily make myself fit a part of that. And even in my like house like i don't know like everybody's got this whole system that they're already like in and so i feel almost like a like an outsider coming back in because i have been an outsider for a while trying to get my bearings and go to school and stuff and so it feels like i'm not even like, a part of that system anymore and then now that i have a different system that i've been operating in I'm even wondering, like, do I want to be a part of this system anymore? And so it's just this feeling of, like, feeling like I don't actually have a place, you know? And then on top of that, uh, my mom called me the other day, and she was like, hey, like, she was talking about all the plants that they had just gotten. And then she told me she threw away one of the plants that I had. 
and I'm not gonna cry over this because it feels like such a silly thing to cry over but I was quite attached to that plant because that plant was given to me by Becca and that was the first plant that I had ever like grown and taken care of and it was what got me interested in actually like gardening and I just remember that season of life of gardening and stuff like that during the pandemic and during my senior year when so much was going on and that like season of gardening was just so life-giving for me and it was so impactful for me and so I've always just loved that plant like and it's grown and it's quite big and it's like all over the place and you know I understand that and I understand why she wanted to throw it away because it was big and it was all over the place and I understand that but that doesn't make me feel better it doesn't make me feel better that she didn't ask me how I felt about throwing away the plant because at the end of the day that was my plant and so I hate to get so bottled up about a plant but it's like that plant had like a lot of sentimental value for me and so if I had made the decision on my own I think it would have been different but to just hear that like oh she just threw it away that just to me was like dang like I saw the meaning in it because it had meaning for me but because it didn't have meaning for her she was like I'm just gonna throw it away and so I'm like but that doesn't that doesn't seem fair to me because it's like and I'm not trying to hate on my mom like I love her and I understand why she did it because it was taking up a bunch of space and it was killing a lot of other plants and that's okay like I understand why we throw it away but at least having consulted me on it before throwing it away would have felt nice because I had a deep connection to that plant and so that also made me feel like I don't belong anywhere because it was just basically like it was just basically like I don't <laughs> I don't have an attachment to anything and so it just feels like every space I'm in is being like I'm just using spaces it doesn't feel like I have stuff of my own it just feels like I'm just in this space and somebody else is in control of this space but it's not me and I don't have any control over any of the spaces that I'm in and so that did not make me feel good because I, I don't I don't like that she just threw it away without being like, hey, let's actually talk about this. You know what I mean? She thought it was in her mind, like, okay, let's do this. And so, like I said, I do understand it. It just still hurts because it's like, why would you not consult me on something that is, is my plan, you know? And so that hurt my feelings a lot. And I'm, I'm trying to work through that and, you know, um, figure out like, because at first I was like, just agreeing with her. They're like, yeah, it is taking up a lot of space. Yeah, it is, whatever, whatever. But like, despite all of the negative things, it still had sentimental value to me. It was the biggest plant I've ever grown. I kept that plant alive for three years. Like, that's a lot. I kept that plant alive since spring of senior year. So for me, that is no small, that is no small feat. And so to hear that she had to turn it away, it just felt like a huge pressure. But it just felt like a patience and I know I need to communicate it. I know I need to just be like, 
hey, this is something that I didn't like, like, especially like with the Miss Jenkins thing and with the mom thing, like, just be like, hey, I didn't like that you just threw that away without asking me or with Miss Jenkins, like, hey, like, or the teacher that I work with, like, hey, like, I, uh, you know, would like for us to keep my desk kind of cleared off or just, you know, keep it off my desk. But it's just like, I'll just speak up about it. But it's just like, dang, like, I don't know. And so, yeah, I feel kind of butthurt about that. But anywho, that is another reason why I feel this place. Because I feel almost like I just don't have a place to, like, set my roots. And then in the places that I do try to set my roots, it's like, it's not my place. And so I have to do... I have to basically just set up a tent wherever, like, this is not my camping ground, so I'm just setting up a tent. I can't actually build a house because this is a place I just have to set up a tent. It's not my land, so I just have to set up a tent. I can't actually build a house. And that's what I feel right now. And, I mean, granted, it's beautiful that way because I'm a adult and I'm 20 years old. So, of course, it would be a like, it would feel like I want to start building on Um, and so, you know. And, uh, yeah. And then also, on that note of my mom throwing things away and me feeling displaced because of that, I just realized how different I am from my mom. And I realized how I'm really going to have to start standing up for what I think and what I want to do because... I frequently just go with her opinions on things. Like, she'll say something, and I'll be like, yeah, okay, and I'll just kind of go with her opinion on, like, that makes sense, or I'll make this decision because this is what you want. But it's like, I need to start making my own decisions. And yes, I will consult her, especially for bigger things. But it's like, I definitely have to start making my own decisions. And I am not a big fan of just asking her to make the decisions for me. Um, like, for example, the dress for graduation. I sent her a bunch of dresses that I liked. And while we were on the phone, I was sending these to her. And I told her that I wanted to get a dress like that for graduation. And she was like, well, people don't dress like that for graduation. They don't, people don't wear, they don't get this dress up for graduation. Why do you want to dress like this? This is really fancy. And I'm like, okay. Some of the dresses I sent were really fancy. Like, floor-length dresses definitely did not need to be bought. Because, I mean, they're super formal. And they would look weird underneath the glass. So I was like, okay, that's understandable. But it's just the way she said it. That was like, hey, like, okay, like this is the idea I had in my mind of what I wanted. And then now you just like, nah, I don't get it because whatever, whatever. And it's like, and it wasn't a real reason. It was just that people don't wear that. When obviously they do, because when I was looking up graduation outfits, Everybody and their mama was wearing the outfits that I had sent her pictures of. And it's not those exact outfits, but something similar. And so I was just like, dang, okay. Like, she making me feel like I'm doing too much when I'm not. I'm not. And so that also was like a shot in the stomach because it was just like, dang, like, it's not actual feedback. It's just like, don't do this. And it feels like not. And maybe it's feedback to her. But for me, constructive feedback is like, telling you specific things that you like specific like coming from an objective point of view but bringing it holistic perspective like if she had said all right this dress is beautiful but it's quite long i don't know if that is a good fit for graduation or if she had said oh blah blah like you know what i mean like i feel like that is more feedback that i am receptive to 
that I am like, okay, that makes sense. I'm going to go with that then. But it's like, okay. And then for the collage of graduation pictures, there was a specific collage that I had made that I loved. And I loved it. And I sent it to Kamari, all of the ideas to Kamari. And I was like, okay, what do you think? And she gave me some feedback on it. Cool. And then I was um, showing the ladies at my job too that like, and I was asking them what did they think. And granted, I wasn't really going to take their like thoughts into consideration because I don't really care. But like, I was like interested to see what they thought. And also I just wanted to show them because I thought they were cool. They were cute. And then I sent it to my mom and my mom is like, oh, like, uh, you know, <clears throat> she's like, oh, the one, the one picture that I didn't like because it had a picture in the bottom left corner and then the rest was like three like white like pictures of like with white backgrounds of the letters we were sending and those were on the other sides and so I didn't really like it because it felt like it was imbalanced and so that was the one that the one that <laughs> the one picture that I didn't like was the picture that she wanted to use and I was like Ooh, okay like I don't really want this picture but all right so I tried to like see her point of view and then she was like oh can you like put a border on it can you see like if it looks good with the green border or whatever and I was like okay and then I thought about it and I was like but I don't want that like this is not the one that I want I want whichever one I, and so then I just simply said to her after thinking about it I was just like hey I was like I this is the one that I actually want to use I like this one better and then she still comes up and is like oh um what about this one instead and it was like the same setup, but just had a different, one had the logo of USF and then one had just the palm trees. And I was just like, at that point, I was just like, whatever. Like that was the compromise I was willing to make because it still had the balanced picture, but it just wasn't the one that I wanted. And so I told myself, I said, next time I need to just say, just send the one that I actually want to use. I'm not sending it for feedback on like, which one should I pick? But I'm sending it on like, this is the one that I want to pick. What are your thoughts? Or like, whatever. You know what I mean? I, but when I sent it with the feedback, of like, these are the options. These are the options that I want. I sent it expecting feedback. And then she gave me like, this is the one that I want you to use. And I'm like, I don't want that one. <laughs> and I get you're trying to send it to like all the people that you like. But like, I'm not a big fan of that. I don't want that one. And so, I don't know. Maybe part of that was me being like a bit selfish and just like me wanting what I want but then I think also part of me was just like me wanting what I want like plain and simple like you know I'm coming up with it so like why not just I don't know anywho that was a whole a whole thing the whole fiasco <laughs> that was like a whole um thing with you. like I was like not a big fan of that um but yeah, I mean, it's whatever. I mean, it's not really whatever, but it is whatever. So it's not whatever, but it's going to have to be whatever. And that's just how it's going to have to be because that's just how it is right now. And then I also realized that I'm just also like really easily influenced by other people's like opinions or ideas. Like if somebody says like, oh, you should do this. Like I genuinely start thinking that's what I should do. And I start convincing myself all the reasons why. Like, I'm very, like, easygoing in that sense. And back in the day, I used to think that I was a number one on the Enneagram, where, like, I was a reformer. I was the one that wanted to, like, reform the world and make changes and stuff like that. But, like, now I'm starting to find that I really think I'm a nine. Because 
I think I'm more so a peacemaker. Like, I just make peace with whatever situation I'm in or wherever. Like, I didn't realize how bad my roommate situation was until I left it. And I was like, wow, I didn't realize how much I was actually putting up with. But I made myself content there. And I, like, was grateful for it. Like, I was genuinely finding things I was grateful for. And I think that is, like, the peacemaker in me that wants to make peace with every situation I'm in and make peace with myself and make peace with God and make peace with other people. And so I hate when people are mad. I hate when things are like, like tense and stuff like that. Like that is so anti what I want. And so anywho, I think that causes me though to really be influenced by other people and their thoughts. Rather than coming up with a thought on my own of what I want to do on stuff, I'm like always seeking other people's opinions. And then I kind of just go with it. And it's like, it often ends up working because I do end up liking everything, but it's like, is that really what I wanted? Or did I just say that I wanted that because that's what everybody else wanted? Like, you know what I mean? And I don't know. I just feel like that's something I want to work on is like, I need to come up with my own opinion on what I think about things before. Oh, that was a little chunky pigeon. He was trying to fly away <laughs> and he couldn't get up fast enough. Oh, that's so cute. Um, but no, I feel like I definitely need to come up with my own opinion about things first before I just let other people tell me what I should do. Um, and so, yeah, I, I got to start thinking of my own. Because I've found that even, like, I'll listen to something or, like, watch a video. And then, oh, like today, basically, I have a perfect example. I was listening to Yeba's Tiny Desk concert, and I love her Tiny Desk concert. It's really great. Like, that is definitely one of the best Tiny Desk concerts I've ever seen in my life. And so I absolutely love her, and I love her music. But I'm not like a, she's getting me through, she's really, like, and so I'm looking at the comments, and everybody's like, this is what I've been waiting for, she's getting me through, she's, and it's like so, like, extreme. And so for me, I didn't really feel that way, but I started feeling that way after seeing everybody's comments because I got excited that they liked the same um, artist that I like, but it's at different degrees that they like her. And so I found myself like really embodying what they were saying versus what I was thinking about her and her music. Um, and you already know that I love her because I literally made a whole podcast about her and that's great, but it's like, I don't want to just embody what other people are saying about people or things. I want to be able to think on my own and make my own decision and I ultimately I do but oftentimes it is me first having to go through that process of me thinking that I'm thinking like everybody else and so yeah anywho sorry if I sound like I'm out of breath y'all because I am <laughs> but I'm gonna get some water some water water and Mm-mm-mm. Something about water is just delicious. Anywho, that was that on that. Next, it feels like everywhere I set up, I've got somewhere else to move. It feels like as soon as I got set up in my apartment and I finally got a rhythm down and I finally got comfortable, I had to move out. Feels like as soon as I got comfortable up here and was in where I live right now and the apartment I live at right now, I got so comfortable. I'm, I'm good. I'm chilling. Now I got to move back out and go back, uh, go back home. And it just feels like 
I'm just always on the move, you know, and I don't want to chase comfort because it's actually quite dangerous to chase comfort. God is not wanting me to just go to things that are comfortable because if I go to things that are comfortable, places that are comfortable, experiences that are comfortable, then I won't recognize him as the God of all comfort. And so because he's the God of all comfort, he actually wants me to be in an uncomfortable situation so I can look to him as the God of all comfort. But that doesn't take away from the fact of I actually love where I live, you know? And so I am upset because my support group and all the people that I love dearly are in my hometown, but I love where I live right now. And it's the only space where I live right now is the only space that I have to set up how I want, is the only space that I have to really feel like, like this is mine. You know what I mean? And I can come home and no one's throwing away my plants and no one's moved around stuff and no one's left stuff all over my desk like that. And it's like such silly things to be upset about, but it really does make you feel you don't belong when like the stuff, like there's just nothing for you to be like, okay, this is mine. And like everyone, like most of the people I know, they've got their own rooms. And so your room ends up becoming that place where it's like, no matter what happens outside of my room, I don't care. My room is how my room is. And I wish I could say the same for my room back home, but I can't because it doesn't even feel like a room at this point. It's just a place to sleep. And I know that there are actual people who are actually displaced from their homes. There are people who have foreclosed houses and can no longer even have a room. There are people who are homeless. There are people who have to leave and flee because of uh, being attacked and because of their places literally being bombed. And so those are people who are actually displaced uh, out of their homes and out of the environments that they lived in. But that does not stop me from feeling also displaced because my situation is real too. And I remember my counselor said this, but she said, first world problems are still problems. And I was like, that's so true. Because I think we often think like, oh, that's a first world problem. So you shouldn't even really feel bad about it because there's people who could blah, 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 blah. And it's like, that's true. But a first world problem is, is still a problem. Like it still is something that needs to be solved, needs to have a resolution. And so my first world problem of feeling displaced as I've been moving around as a college student and as I've been moving around as a Christian trying to find a church home, as a college student trying to find a place to set up, as a, a teacher trying to find where am I going to set up my roots and really help out the school, like that has been difficult for me. And so that is a problem that needs a solution. Um and then also, I just love the area I live in. Like, I, I love my apartment. I genuinely love my apartment. I love the color of the floor. I love the cabinetry. I love the actual stove. I love the countertops, even though they're annoying sometimes because they're white and it shows all the dirt. But still, it's nice to see and it's easy to clean up. I love the setup of my apartment. I love having such space that I can, like, actually, like, um, separate my workspace and my eating space from my room and all of that stuff like that. I love my actual room. It's very spacious and it feels very comforting to go in. Um, I love my closet and the setup of that. I love my bathroom. Oh, I really love my bathroom. 
because I love the actual tub that has like these little armrests on it and like a neck dress like to take a bath. And I am a really big bath person. Like I love baths. I love everything to do with baths. And my next investment actually, well, I have a couple of investments that I'm investing in before I invest in this, but my investment coming up soon, not soon. I mean, I've got other stuff, but one of the investments that I would like to invest in is actual like nice bath stuff. Like, I mean, I still love using like the Dr. Teals and all that stuff, like the Epsom salt and everything, but I actually want to invest in like some nice stuff to actually make my bath feel like a, a really cool bath. And so I'm excited for that. And that's obviously going to come later because that's not that big of an important thing for me to purchase now. But um, yeah, and so I really do love my bathroom and I love uh, the space that I'm in and the apartment that I'm in. I love the apartment complex because I actually feel quite safe here. Like the other apartment I was living in, it definitely felt a little sketchy, but the people here, like they mind their own business. And it's a really big variety of people who live here. Where you've got young people, you've got old people, single people, uh, you've got married people and families, you've got kids running around. Like literally, it feels like a, a safe place. And of course, anything could happen at any time, but it genuinely does feel quite safe. I love the area that I live in. It's literally such a cool place. Like I love the fact that I can walk a mile in one direction and be at a shopping plaza, like a literal mall. And then I can walk one mile in the other direction and be looking at cows and walking down this nature path. Like it is so cool to me how different those two things are. And yet they're literally right. I'm my apartment's right in the middle. And I love that so much. Um, and so I love the shopping plaza that's down there because like that's fun. I walked or I drove down there one time and I went to like go shop around and look at stuff and that was really fun and then I also went to go eat over there one time the place wasn't that good but nonetheless it was a place to eat and I also love like the little cows that I see when I'm walking and I go out for a walk sometimes like I was just on a walk and I love seeing the cows and seeing the nature and it's like I've never really been like oh my god I love cows but like Every, when you see them in person, it's just such a cool sight to see because you don't see that every day. I don't see that every day, um, especially not in the other places that I've lived. And so I really do love that. Like I love that it gives me a, a bit of serotonin, honestly, a bit of happiness, like just to walk past nature and to see it and to be like amazed at how God has created all this beauty um, and to be able to witness that every day. Like, it's not just a one-off chance that I see that, but it's like, I could literally go at any moment of the day and there's cows out there and I can drive past them and I can walk past them and it's really cool. And I really love the church that I go to and the people that are there. I love my school and I love being able to go do like various events and games and stuff like that. Um, and I also, you know, like, I, this is all the things that I love about where I live. I love the amount of windows that I have in my apartment. It really makes it feel like, like, just so much sunlight coming in and all of this beautifulness. Um, but I also love living at home. And so I love living with my family. And I feel like it gives me opportunities to truly enjoy their presence in ways that I can't do when I'm just coming home for a weekend or for a week at a time. Like, there's so many organic moments that happen when you're just there every day. Cause it's kind of just like, oh, do you want to go to the, yeah, sure I'll do it. And then it just happens and it's really fun. Um, 
I love being able to hang out with my best friends with Jasmine and Kamari um, and being able to be like, hey, let's get together for this or whatever, whatever, you know. And even like during Christmas break when I was there, like because Kamari, Jasmine and I all have cars and we're like all driving now, like we're able to literally be like, hey, do you want to meet at this place? Yeah. okay, And it could be the same thing. And I just love that like dynamic of being able to just hang out, you know, and it doesn't always, sometimes it's planned and it's structured and we have a specific theme and all of that. And then sometimes it's just like, hey, let's just go do this. You know, like me and Kamari walking downtown or how like over Christmas break, we just hung out at a Starbucks and was doing work. Like, I love that. And I like, and I like to be able to do that. Um, And so that's something I love about, uh, being home and then another thing I love about being home is um being there for my siblings and watching and seeing what they're achieving and being excited to see all the ways that they're growing I think that is just beautiful and I also really love hanging out with my siblings like they're so much fun and I just love being around them and so all of those are reasons why I want to go back home but then also there's reasons why I want to stay and so sorry trying to drink some water but um all of those are reasons why I want to uh stay and go and leave but remain and it's just it's difficult because I feel like I'm divided and I feel like I've invested here I've invested back home and though my investment back home is greater I enjoy being up here more I would say not because there's people up here that I enjoy more, but because I enjoy having my own apartment. I enjoy living next to this plaza. I enjoy living next to cows and having a nice walking trail. And I enjoy being in a safe place. And maybe those are just things that I should look for in my hometown. And I think that is a conclusion that I'm coming to that while it is a good idea to move back home and to save money, it's an even better idea and a better, uh, not better, but more so maybe more effective way to live is to have my own apartment, but it be in my hometown. So I'm still there with my family and able to hang out with them and all that stuff like that. But then I'm also able to be on my own and have my own space to go to at the end of the day because I even got tired of walking up all the steps to get to my room and there's no real place for me to set up all of my teaching stuff and you know in my mind I pictured like having like a little office like corner where I could just like put all the stuff that I need for teaching and have a little bit of storage over there so I could like you know keep up my teaching stuff and you know as teachers you gotta you gotta plan stuff out and you gotta like, you can't just buy everything all at once. You have to, like, space it out. And so you got a little stuff here and a little stuff there. It's just, like, I don't know. I just, I was thinking about that. And I was, like, I think that if I, I think that when I do move back, that is a possible option. And so, you know, I just, I just don't want I, I want to be back in the high school days where I could just enjoy being with my family and I was already a part of the system and so I fit back in. But now I feel like I've been out of the system for so long 
that I can try to fit back in, but I don't really fit back in anymore because I've been doing stuff on my own for so long now. And so it, it does, I don't know, it feels like a hefty decision. And it feels like I just don't know which one to make. Because now, instead of it being two options, I had made it so clear in my head as two options. Either I stay up here and I get a job up here, or I go back home and I live with my family. But now it's like, no, like I could stay up here, get a job, or I could go back home, live with my family, or I could go back home and live in an apartment near my family. And I'm thinking the apartment near my family is more so along the lines of what I want to do now. Because, I don't know, I just, I can't picture it anymore. And I really did, over spring break, love being at home. And that's what hurts my heart, is that I love being at home. But it just feels like I don't belong anymore, you know? And I think that's, I think that's a part of growing up, is like, you start recognizing when you don't feel, like when you start feeling that friction, I feel like it's time for you to move on. And so when I was first leaving home to go to USF, I uh, I felt this friction too. Like during that summer, I felt this immense friction of this in-between time. And I felt this like, okay, I'm actually ready to leave. And it wasn't in a bad way of like, I hate my family, I want to. But it was in a way of like, I could literally feel like God was trying to repot me in a different pot. I could feel it. And I felt like that was needed for that time. And so with me just moving around so much, it feels like I'm just getting constantly repotted, repotted, repotted. And I'm ready to not be repotted anymore. But I guess I could look at it like this, that getting repotted is a sign of growth because you only really repot plants for two reasons one no you actually don't repot repot plants for the only reason why you put a plant in a new pot or in a bigger pot or a different pot is if they're growing like you don't repot a plant to a Unless you just messed up, <laughs> you got to repot it and put it in a smaller pot. But most of the time, repotting signals growth. And so I could look at this repotting as I've grown so much in the environments that God has placed me in that I have to keep changing pots in order to keep growing. Like I have to keep getting bigger pots in order to keep growing my roots. And then eventually I'll be planted in the dirt. But I can't be planted in the ground yet um, until this season or whatever pot I'm in right now is over. And uh, I I guess that's a, a positive way of looking at it. I don't guess. I know that that's a positive way of looking at it. But it still feels like, oh, again, 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 you know, um, which makes my heart sympathetic for those who are in similar situations, but it's not because of anything that they could control so and then I saw a verse of the day it says in Psalm 65 68 verse 5 
father of the fatherless and protector of the widows is God in his holy habitation. And I looked up the word habitation because that word stuck out to me as I was reading it. And habitation actually means home. It actually means fortress, uh, like just an establishment. But it really what stuck out to me in the definition was the word home. And I thought how fitting that God is showing me that God has a holy home. He has a holy habitation. And so nothing on this earth is sustainable. Everything is temporary. And therefore, every home I'm in is temporary. Every place that I feel rooted in is temporary and it will change. And so while I may be sad that, you know, I'm moving around so much, that is also just another sign that this is not my home. (laughs) But ultimately, heaven is my home. And that is what will be eternal and last forever. And I won't feel this feeling of being divided and I want to live here, but I also want to live here, or feeling divided or displaced because I'm moving around so much, but I'll actually feel at peace, and I'll feel rooted, and I'll feel like this is where I'm meant to be, Um, and so those are just all considerations of things, and you know, there's a lot of like actual things that have to be done, like, you know, figuring out this whole leasing and renting situation and then if I do want to move out and I'd have to find a new place to lease and there's all those all those different things but it does feel like man I just want to I just want to not do this (laughs) that's how it feels but um you know it won't feel like this forever and I know that whatever decision is made, that it will be the best decision for me because that is always what happens is that I get upset, I get nervous, I get scared about what decision to make. And then God ends up coming through and guiding me to the correct decision. And so I'm excited for that. But I don't know. Anyhow, uh, that's all for today. That's all I got. So I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day, a beautiful rest of your day. Uh, I wish you all the best. And I'll see you all on the next podcast. Uh, Have a good day. Bye-bye.